Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes! It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! It is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast, Jack. I'm 40, so, you know, that's a thing that happened. The Phillies needed six of seven, and they took five of seven. In classic 2021 Phillies fashion, they went, came right upon the brink of, of really, really getting us excited and said, hey, you know what? We're going to uh, uh, not show up against some guy named Max Kranich, who, after pitching five shutout innings, has a 6-8-3 or a 6-2-3 ERA, so... Hey, buddy. You know, I got to be honest. Obviously, um, you are now 40. Yes. Uh, Am I allowed to do the pod? I didn't even really think. Should I stop? Are we done? Am I? No, you actually actually came out on top of the. Oh, my people. I will (laughs) say. I will say. It was a little close for comfort for my liking. I was hoping to win unanimously, but. I guess my detractors are out there, or or the ageists are out there, Jack. You know, I don't know if it was that, or people just are very concerned about the future of the podcast. But, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, I mean, it's I mean, fair. I, I mean, I, I like baseball's a young man's game. Everyone says that. Yep, it's it's <laughs> definitely skewering to the younger uh, the younger demographic. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, listen, in six hundred and thirty six votes. Uh, 58% of voters yeah. said 
to keep you. Yeah. So that's why you're here tonight. It's not inspiring, Jack. I'll say that, but <laughs> I'm not gonna say it gave me the warm and fuzzies. Well, so. if it, well, I don't know if this will make you feel better, but probably won't. I'm guessing, but but what you got? 300 hitters end up in the Hall of Fame, so you're better than that. That's thanks, buddy. You're. I mean, look, if if we're going with with that uh, metaphor, I would be the greatest hitter of all time with a 580 career average. So yeah, we can go with that. I don't think it yep. works like that. You and uh, you and September Juan Soto are the greatest hitters oh, I've ever buddy. seen in my life. Oh, buddy. Um, all right, where are you at? Because you're you're the optimist. Look, theoretically, like. The, by the way, just watching the end of that, I'm I'm so sad. I flipped over to watch the end of that Braves game. Like. Runners on first and second, no outs. Bases loaded, one out, and you know the Padres just bleeped the bet. But uh, I mean, it was just like, come on, man! Like Will Smith was just very, very gettable in that moment, and they didn't. But where are you at right now? Because look, theoretically, look, you know, if they sweep, here's the crazy thing, Jack. If they sweep because of the extra game that theoretically they could have to play the the day after the season against Colorado, like theoretically the Phillies could win out and still have to play the Braves in one game playoff to get in. So, you know, uh, yeah. Where you at? Well, first off, uh, it's when the Phillies sweep the Braves. Yes. I don't, yes. Know. They sweep the Braves, then lose two or three to the Marlins, right? It, Dude, if I could guarantee one thing, it's that they will be in first place heading into the Marlins series. And they will lose two of three to that team. There is no bigger lock in the history of locks than this team <laughs> taking care of business. Again, like at worst come, all right. If I can guarantee one thing, they will take two or three from from the Braves. There's no doubt about that. And then they will let us down in Miami. Like, well, it's, again, it's, like they even if they take two or three, they'll still be trailing coming out of it. That's that's what the that's what today was that's, a killer. Today, that's, that's why today that's was a why killer. I hate the San Diego Padres. I mean, yeah, that's why I, do I think they should be relocated. Yeah, I, it's a it's a great point. I mean, look, all the other teams are moving out and have moved out of San Diego, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, listen, this the, they should have seen this coming the other night when there was rain and they got like there's a rain delay in San Diego. Like that should have shown you all you needed to know about this baseball team and how much of a joke they are. So, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I was the same as you. I was sitting there watching the Braves game mm. like an idiot. Like and an I was idiot. just like, oh, I felt like come on. Idiot. Oh, dude, I felt like, you know, it, it, here's the thing. And, and here's what I'm, like, kind of struggling with. Like, you know, I'm, I'm watching tonight. Uh, I'm watching the little Yankees, Red Sox, and it's two like 88 win baseball teams competing for first in the wild card. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, like, we're, like we're just hoping to win a division with like maybe 88 wins. I mean, I don't know, like 86 wins is kind of like our goal at this point. It's just for as excited as I am about uh, a playoff run and and all that stuff. Like, it's just. It's kind of disheartening knowing that they're definitely not that good of a baseball team. And then it's not like this is some start to a uh, magical 08 level run. Um, but I don't care. Like, I, I'm still, I couldn't be more all in. I was so excited for the game today. <laughs> so excited. So excited <laughs> for that, Hans Kraus. Yeah. Dude, I, it was bad. It, like, today was definitely bad. I did not uh. enjoy one, like, thankfully, 
I was watching the slaughter by the water uh, on my computer, which is the Ryder Cup. Um, uh-huh. And I mean, dude, just boosted smoked. your spirits. Oh, smoked the European team, which was just glorious. Um, but it didn't help that I <laughs> that I watched my baseball team, uh. who was supposed to be competing for a playoff spot, uh, playing a hundred loss team against a pitcher with an ERA over eight. Scored no runs. Like it didn't. It didn't totally uh, erase that from from the memory. Uh, yeah, how could it? I mean, what a disaster! Especially again, knowing what you know, we know that like it was such an important baseball game today. There are going to be a lot of them that when we look back on the season, when you know, and that's why you know, as much as to the point you just made, and I feel you. You know, this is certainly not the team that I thought would be the one to to end this postseason drought in terms of like they are a very mediocre baseball team but like take advantage of a of a bad division like that it but the frustrating part jack is they're almost definitely not going to so you're probably not gonna have to worry about a playoff run and and we're gonna look back on games like this like today's game like obviously the the three game series in arizona that first game here against arizona the two nothing game against the orioles like there are gonna be those games that we look back on and say when we miss the playoffs by one two three games whatever it ends up being like we're going to say, oh, that that's that's it. Like, we missed the playoffs. There, 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 and there. And that sucks, you know? Because in the moment today watching it happen, like, I know what this is. I know this is them missing the playoffs, almost definitely. And, like, it's frustrating, Jack. Now, uh, I don't remember it probably as well as you did. And this is actually, like, a serious question. I'm not messing not around an with age you. Jo- This is not an age joke. Okay. Well, it's just because only you <laughs> So you're about to ask it. me about when Ty Cobb was hitting and, and you know, Philly's facing Ty Cobb, something along those lines. So the 1950 was <laughs> around this time. No. Um, no, but, like, you would remember the, I guess, 04 to 06 Phillies more. Sure. Sure. Like, was that team, is this team similar to that team or is that team way better? I, I think that team was, was better. I don't know if it was way better. I mean, it's very similar. I think kind of a a team that was just, you know, had some really nice pieces. Like Tommy was a monster for them. Um, but you know, just not enough to, to push it over the top. Like 86, they won like 86 games. I think, um, one of those years and like 85 another. So they were, you know, that I think that's what this team is, you know, ultimately. And, and ultimately, you can probably say they were a little bit better, at least in terms of, of production, because they weren't playing in a disaster division and playing the vast majority of their games against bad baseball teams, you know? So you yeah. probably have to give them the edge. I I, uh, I propose a podcast idea for you uh, for the off season. Are you ready for it? Oh, can't wait. I, 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 I don't know if this is serious or not. So I'm like actually excited about it. I want to, I want to hang out with you. We'll do it in person. Yes. We'll have, yeah. we'll, we'll have a ton of beer. Yes. And we'll, we'll go through the schedule and we'll say, we'll go through like, Oh, there was a win. Oh, there was a win. And we'll just like <laughs> like go through win loss, <laughs> like the games that they've blown this entire season, and just do a whole podcast on like they should have won that game. Yep. You know Archie Bradley down in mm-hmm. freaking Miami in the Saturday night game where they lost. Ugh. Um, there's like a thousand of them. I so know. I think it sounds like a fun podcast. Yeah, is fun the right word, Jack? Is the word it's that fun? We're- it's fun in our 
in a, in a way. yeah, a torture ourselves kind of way. I agree. Uh, yeah. Oh, Girardi blew this game. Oh, great, awesome. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I'm in. It sounds like a. Uh, uh, it sounds like it has a very high potential for entertainment value and also Dude, I swear, like heavy I, drinking. I swear I could go through the schedule and be like, they should have won this game. They should have won this game. This oh, yeah. brought in this guy. Well, I mean, and think like, about all the blown yeah. saves, all the, I mean, they, they tied the record for blown saves in a season. Like there are so many different like spots where we could think of like, how many times do I feel like, I always feel like I've made the joke like 10 times this year of like in a season of gut punch losses, this one was the worst. And I feel like I've done it like 10 different times that it was worse than the last or close to it or whatever. It's just, yeah, man. Yeah. And then, dude, I, I mean, ah. They got Neftali. swept by the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks are like a 110-loss team, Jack. Neftali Feliz pitched big innings for this team in, like, July. Neftali Feliz. I mean, that's a problem. <laughs> that's why we're here right now. It's just brutal. It's brutal. I what had, were you just doing? Yeah, I had to move my dog. I she She's... <laughs> I, she was, was that was that was that uh millie's podcast uh yeah that uh, was millie, debut? all right that was millie all right yes it was good um i think she made a lot of good points i think i think you should have her on more oh i think so too yeah she is a um a dynamite interview uh with her clicking <laughs> little heels and yeah it's great it's good well, times jack, jack know, that's where at we're least at i know that I mean, she has not aged herself out of the demographic yeah well she's pretty old she's 13 so for a dog that's uh yeah. you know yeah and again the demographic i mean we're talking like you know you got to be in your like 90s stage out of the demographic you might be aged out on the under side for the demographic i mean you might be too young to be on a baseball podcast we've never really talked about it but i mean you know i'm just saying well, I don't like things being turned around on me in a negative light. So if you could please change the conversation, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down to change it. I'm down. So seriously, how much hope do you have? Do you have like, do you have real hope or is it like, do you really kind of look at this as this is something that's not going to work? Uh, like, I mean, the odds really say. <laughs> no. Um, if I had to be completely honest with you. Whatever causes me the most pain this week is what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, That's way to put it. It's not, it's not like all I'm expecting. Like, I, again, do, it, this is where I'm at as a Phillies fan is that I love this baseball team. I live and die every day with them. I don't think they're very good. And I think they should be in the playoffs by now. And it's frustrating that they're not. And it's frustrating having to watch the San Diego Padres just be terrible and like physically incompetent at, at like stopping a Braves team that I know is not that good. And like freaking Daniel Hudson throwing a fastball at the Jorge Soler last night. It would, dude, I feel like I've doubled up on watching the Phillies this week. It feels like, it feels like I've watched the Phillies and then I'll turn over and watch the Padres and it'll be like, Oh great. I'm just watching the <laughs> Phillies again. Like this is a miserable existence. So um, honest to God, James, I just think that they're going to go into the Marlins series and they're either going to be up or they're going to be tied or they're going to be down by like a half a game. I think they will do well in Atlanta. I think they'll, you know, I think they'll win two or three at the minimum. And I think that they will blow it in Miami 
because I've seen this baseball team. This is what they do. And I'm just physically preparing myself to be let down. So if that's hope, I don't know what is it. Um, so I mean, look, that is the correct attitude to have. If we're being real with ourselves, with this team, this season, like that's what you should expect. You should expect them to give you one last real burst of hope and then crush your soul. Like that's been all season long. Like it is the the Jack. You uh, when you someday torture yourself watching the twenty twenty one video yearbook. That's the video yearbook. You know, uh, we're in it. We're out. We're in. We're out. We're in. We're out. We're in. We're out. Like that's it. I did it. I saved you the time. You don't have to watch it. Congrats, buddy. I already can't wait to watch it. I, gotta I know. I like, know. I, look, I, look, I've thought multiple times. Like I, I like honestly. I gave myself chills thinking about the video yearbook after the Wheeler start uh, against the Mets where he threw a holiday. Yeah, I really did. Well, I mean, it, like the one thing we can say is <laughs> that we can say is, I mean, it will be pretty cool to watch an MVP season in the video yearbook. That's something, I guess, you know. Can we all agree he's the MVP? It's over, right? I mean, the way the Padres have tanked the end of the season here. Uh, I mean, is it, is it, I know Soto has been amazing, but Soto, you know, the, the Nationals are the worst team in the National League East, which is the worst team in baseball by miles. Like we all agree Harper's the MVP, right? I mean, I know we hear it at high hopes and Phillies fans all, all think he is, but like, he's going to win the MVP, right, Jack? Uh, I think so. I mean, I think it comes down to either him or Ron Torres, who has been <laughs> at least a 10 <laughs> win player this year. I really like it's a great I don't point. Care. I mean, who I has more clutch what, hits? Let's be honest. Dude, I don't care what advanced metric you want to use. That guy's been worth 10 wins this year. That's a fact. So, um, him or Torres, I think. But, um, I, you know, it, I think it's clear he is the MVP. Um, and honestly, just the, the homer on Saturday was just another example. It's like he did it when the team needed it. He's continued to do it when the team needed it and um you know it's funny when he feels the ball in right field now like i can't tell if he's doing it to bait runners into into going or if he is feeling it that way just because he doesn't really know anywhere any way else to do it um but it's worked because he you know he does have a hose connected to his shoulder so it works but it's just like that's so not the way to 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 feel the ball in the outfield um but i guess when you have you know 90 miles an hour whenever you need it from your right shoulder uh i guess it just works fine but he's clearly the mvp and like the soto thing is fine you know i think like i mean honestly like soto is one of the five best players in baseball Mm -hmm. like and i like he is incredible and i would do anything to have him on the phillies but um like I just I have a tough time saying the most valuable player in the National League is a guy on a team that's going to win like 60 games this year or whatever. Um so I don't think he's the MVP. I definitely don't think Tatis is and you know, I think Harper given what he is doing and honestly if you were an MVP voter and you looked at the players around him, it would be like, "Oh, he's obviously the MVP." I mean, these guys are t- like Dude, like JT 
had such a just gross game today. It was like, why'd you even show up to the ballpark? He had like three pass balls. He left runners on base in his first two at bats when when they needed a jolt. Um, and like, if they're gonna, I know it's super late in the season now, but like, if you're gonna walk Bryce all the time and and basically give him the Bonds treatment, you need the guy behind him to step up. And like, he hasn't done that at all. So like. Bryce has done this with, like, no production in the lineup, which is impressive. He's done it mostly on the defensive end. The base running is, is kind of shaky, but he's impressive. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah, on. it's not great. But he's like, an he's, idiot. He's so on, somehow he, he becomes he is, an idiot on the base pass. But, yes, go ahead. Yeah. But he is the MVP. And, like, this week, for the first time, I was like, oh, my God. He, like, we're watching a, a, a Bryce. We're actually getting a Bryce MVP season. Like, honestly, when they signed him, I didn't know if we were ever going to get that. Like, we both wanted Bryce a lot, obviously. Um, but I never genuinely felt like he was going to win an MVP here. And him winning it on this team would just be, you know, very fitting. Oh, my God. It's like it, it, we should have seen it coming. You know, of course, that's the situation it be. But I, I think he's just so clearly the MVP. I mean, you look at the numbers, the production. Like you said, I mean, this team's like 10 games under 500 without Bryce Harper. Like, I know he's not that much war or whatever, but, like, that's the way it feels like with what he's done and his ability to continue to produce in a lineup where, like, why would anyone pitch to him? And when they do, it's not like he's getting a lot to hit and he's still, like, just – I mean, again, like, dude, his slash line is 313, 434, 621. That's insane, man. That's a 1055 OPS. I mean, that's, you know, it's not just, like, clearly the MVP. It's one of the best Phillies offensive seasons of my lifetime, certainly of your lifetime. Like, it's 06 Ryan Howard. And this, like, probably certainly of the ones that I remember. I don't remember early 80s Schmidt, you know, obviously. So, like... I mean, it's it's up there with the great offensive seasons we've ever seen a Philadelphia Philly have, like people who are our age, so or at least you know the gamut of our age. So I'm old, as you know. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's an unbelievable season. I think he's the MVP. I think he's going to win the MVP. And, and and yeah, it is a shame that they're most likely not going to capitalize on it again, especially. And that's a frustrating thing. You know, all the games we talked about and not capitalizing on Harper's MVP season. Honestly, out of all of it, the biggest most frustrating part of not capitalizing is is not capitalizing on an all-time bad division. I mean, how often do you see divisions won with like 86, 87, 85, 88 games? Like, that doesn't happen very often. And they had an opportunity this year to, to get a division that was a disaster. And the fact that they weren't able to capitalize on that, I think for me, is the most frustrating, Jack. Well, how often do you uh, also miss the playoffs with an, a 60-game schedule and eight teams making yeah, the playoffs? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I'm with you. <laughs> like, well, that's like, think about it. Like, they have six games left. If, if Like, they they just need one more to go over 500 for the first time in a decade. I'm nervous that's not going to happen because, like, of course, they'd lose six, seven straight to go 81 and 81. Like, watch. Well, I, I need Zoe to be able to go to college. I know, and, dude. Trust me. I just yeah. need one more win for my bet to... So, let's go, boys. They'll... Uh... <laughs> well, last year, look. Last year, their last eight, they, they won uh, one of them instead of two. And this year, their last eight, if you think about them winning two games and then losing that one, they would have needed to win two of eight to go over 500. So... I don't like the synchronicity there, Jack. No, and um, 
like again, I I don't trust September Phillies with my life. Um, even though they were able to go five and two this week and seven and three over the last ten, it's like I you know it's nice, but it's n- not like they're playing amazing baseball teams. I mean, the Pirates are terrible, oh, but. They also do, you know, they're bad, but they do have some guys out of a bullpen that I was like, wow, I would take this on my team. But that's because I've had to watch Camp and Drosry and yeah. all these They're guys, bad, so. though. They're bad. And the Orioles no, are they're bad. they're definitely bad. I mean, the Orioles are really bad, and, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. let's. They're, they're definitely bad. But it's like, um, I don't know. It, it's, it's, they... We'll win one more game this year, so you can catch Thanks, buddy. I, okay. I'm pretty sure that they will do that. Do it for me, boys. Do it for me. Um, all right. Uh, before we, we look ahead to this series, just to, you know, quick thoughts on it and, and the take bag. Last thing for me, because, you, know, the, the, you know, there's going to be time to talk about all the baseball stuff, but I, I we've said this multiple times already, but just again, obviously in light of a couple days ago, uh could not have been more wrong about not wanting Ranger to be moved to the rotation. Like, hand up in the air. I was wrong. Jack was wrong. We were very emphatic on this show, this pod, about, hey, leave him where he is. He's crushing his reliever. I, I Ranger Suarez is a stud, man. Like, what a... He is... He is closer to Zach Wheeler in terms of best pitcher on the team than he is to Nolar Gibson in terms of the third best pitcher. Like he's so clearly the second best pitcher on the team. And lately at times, obviously even in better than Wheeler in some spots, but you know, Wheeler's definitely been the best this season, but man, I just, just a, a range. Basically this is just me. And I'm, and then I'm assuming you just doing a, a Ranger appreciation statement. That game was masterful. It was awesome. And I just I can't believe what he what he's been for this team. Yeah, I mean I said it yesterday, um, and I'll say it again. Like the most surprising thing from the season is that Ranger went from dominant closer back end option to a dominant starter, like in the same season. I mean John Smoltz didn't even do that. You know, people talk about John Smoltz being able to do both. Well, listen, Ranger did both in the same season, so step up your game, John. Um but it's just been it's been remarkable and what he did yesterday i know it's the pirates i know they don't have much offensive talent but like that's ridiculous and i just you know <laughs> having to go from watching ranger who can spot up can throw a couple pitches for strikes will attack hitters has a has a bulldog mentality to have to watch hans kraus today who like was just nibbling all over the strike zone instead of just actually going after hitters. It was like, wow, um, I miss Ranger Suarez so much. But um, I was definitely wrong. Um, and, you know, I, this usually never works out for the Phillies. I got to be honest. Like, oh, I'm with you. Work. Yeah. Right. Like, I think, I think, honestly, our initial reads were both correct that – Eh, this probably isn't going to work out <laughs> because these kind of moves never really work out for yeah. this baseball team. But it worked out, and and honestly, James, he's got to start game two if they make the playoffs. No you know, question, I, without question. Like, I, I I am so sick and tired of Kyle Gibson. I mean, he's fine, but he's a four or five. Uh, yeah, he's just, he's he's better than Nola. Uh, he's three, Nola four. 
Yeah, I mean, Nola's been woefully disappointing. Um, I mean, I know that stuff-wise, Kyle Gibson is not better than Aaron Nola, but I would rather hand the ball to Kyle Gibson before I'd rather hand it to Aaron Nola right now. I'm not even... I I wish I were kidding, Jack. I wish I were kidding. But I would rather hand the ball to Kyle Gibson in a big game than Aaron Nola right now. Just, I would. What a... What a fall from grace. Yeah. But, um... I just... I... Again, the thing with Ranger is I can't tell how good he is. Um, I want him to be great, obviously, but I just I can't tell because it is 92. It is not like an unbelievable slider, like it's a good slider. And I think the changeup plays well off of the fastball. So I guess I just can't tell how good he is, but um, I'm definitely enjoying the ride. And I think at worst, he's going to give you a competitive ball game each time he's out there. And I just love him. Like, I just, I love that he comes in, he throws strikes, he goes after hitters, and he pitches. And I just, I think that's really important. I think a lot of these guys do need to learn how to pitch with some of their plus stuff. So um, he reminds me a ton of John Lester. Uh, it took a while, but I think so perfect. Found, it's so perfect. I think we found the correct comp. Um, you know, John Lester never had overpowering stuff, but the guy knew how to pitch. The guy had stones. You could trust him in a playoff series that he was going to get the job done. And like, even if the Phils don't make the playoffs this year, I think having Ranger in that spot, uh, and and just thinking about like the twenty twenty two stretch run and hopefully playoffs 2023. Like, I just think that that guy is going to be able to get big outs in big moments for a long time. And I think we might've stumbled upon like our John Lester. And I hope that, uh, I hope that he, he can be, and I already can't wait. And this, this, this may have sunk Aaron Nola in the past, but I already can't wait for Rangers Suarez's first playoff game. Mm-mm. Be careful. Playoff Suarez, playoff Ranger. Um, yeah, he's my favorite. Other than Harper's MVP season, like Ranger Suarez is my single favorite thing about this Philly season. You know, other than a few moments, like the Luke Williams walk off with his family there is like a moment that stands out to me. There are things, and we'll talk about this at the end of the season, but but Ranger is certainly really, 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 really high on my list of, of my favorite things about this Philly season. Um, all right, take back, Fritzy. Well, Ranger uh, took up a lot of my take back. I gotta be honest with you. Yeah, it makes sense. Is... It was the best, oh, like, the best thing. It was the best thing the last few days. Best thing. He is the greatest. Um, Hans Kraus. I do want to talk about him for a second. Um, he's fine. Honestly, the the thing that uh, the thing that kind of hurts him, I guess, in my opinion, is that his mechanics look exactly like Philippe Mont. And like Felipe Mott was the worst, and I uh, I don't need that from a supposed top five prospect in the system. Yeah, I'm with you. And look, uh, you know, just just one start in the pros and all that, and still still a lot of potential and all that. But yeah, I'm with you. I, I certainly was not super impressed by what I saw. What else you got? Uh, Adonis Medina. I I need him to figure out how to use his legs more like he is so top heavy when it comes to 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 pitching like he doesn't use his legs at all and i actually think he could be decent if he figured out how to use like 
all of his gifts, and it just frustrates me watching him, um, knowing that he could be way better. But I don't get why he won't just, you know, use his legs more and and you know that kind of stuff. So basically, I'm frustrated with Adonis Medina, and I think he could be way better. Yeah, well, I mean, one of those guys like has been very high on prospect lists at the time, Phillies lists and all that, and you know, clearly there is talent there. So I could totally see that why, you know, if, and again, the Phillies have not done a great job over the past, uh, what should we say, like 150 years at really getting the most out of their young talent. So (laughs) it's a fair gripe, Jack. Well, I agree, but also Matt Veerling is here and I need you to stop talking about the player. Lead off, lead off Veerling. No, I love the, we're in good, we're, we're heading in a good direction. I was more ripping the history of the franchise. Um, But yeah, I love uh, Veerling. That that dude's fun. That, that, and that play for someone who's played like 10 games at first base in his career or whatever, that play made, uh, you know, a couple nights ago or whatever was phenomenal. Like that was an amazing defensive play. So I love him. Um, and I love that, like his exit velocity numbers are like crazy. He hits everything hard, and I was it was it was nice to see the first homer finally go out because um, I feel like it kind of been building for a while, and just seems like a gamer, um, and, and it just seems like a baseball player. My thing is a gamer you know, and a baseball player. Yes. Oh. Listen, do you need any more cliches to throw around about uh, Matty V? I love but, it. Um, so, would, would, all right, let's fast forward two months or whatever. Would making Matt Veerling the opening day left fielder be a mistake or no? I, I think it all depends. Like, it's an impossible question to answer. It's all about asset allocation and money allocation and, you know, if you're going to make him the the starting left fielder, you need to beef up in one of the other spots. You need to get a legit starting center fielder, uh, you know, who's playing third base. Is Boehm going to be ready? You know, there are a lot of Didi. What are we doing there? There's just so many different question marks with it that, like, I like Matt Veerling. I like him more as of now projecting the next season as, like, one of my top guys off my bench because he can play all over the field than I do necessarily sticking him in left field when that's probably the spot that I can find a a a bat in the the market, the free agent market, where you know maybe not as expensive to find a bat. I mean, we see guys like Adam Duvall or whoever you know have these type of seasons where there is value there, and a bat is is this team needs bats. We saw that at the end of this season. I mean, you know, obviously Hoskins will help and all that, but you know when they and obviously guys underperform, Didi, boom, all that stuff, but. And this team really needs some pop. They need some bats. And I think left field is probably an easier spot to fill that, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I I agree. Um, but also having a, a kind of, you know, not a big contract in left field that I think is going to be able to provide value would be massive. Um, and I don't know. I have an idea with Didi. Uh, today was his last game at Citizens Bank Park. That's personally my... <laughs> That's my, my I mean, I'm in, but again, we have an owner who, you know, Matt Clentag is still roaming the halls there because he doesn't like to eat money, which is going to say, Didi, here's 14 million. See you, pal. Thanks. Like, I know. I mean, they got to figure something out. Like, I don't know. You know, not fun. It's not a fun. It's not cool, be. man. It's not cool. Uh, not a but fan. I think, over here. I think if he went into like, I don't know. I do think he's better than a platoon player. Um, so I don't know. I, I like Matt Veerling. I, 
wonder how high his ceiling is. Uh, you know, I wonder if he can be a full-time starter. But I got to say, I mean, early returns, he hits the ball hard consistently. And he is super athletic. It seems like he can play center field and left field. Maybe they maybe they give him starts in center field next year as well. So um, either way, I think they have a ball player there, and I think he's a guy that's going to help the team for a long time. Love it, love it, and I do like him a lot. You know, I, I am in on him, but you know, I'm still ways away to see how this all plays out for for next season. Um, anything else? Yeah, well, it drives me crazy that uh, Girardi continues to trust Cam Pedrosian, who's been up here for like a minute, over like Bailey Falter and like guys like that. Like, get, like. Cam Bedrosian is still getting pretty high leverage spots. And, like, why? I mean, like, he, he's been out of baseball, basically. You know, like, he's not a good pitcher. But, you know, we got to respect the veterans on this. Girardi side. knew his dad. He's a great guy. Oh, they played together. They played together. Yeah, I'm with you. Just, it like, it the, makes like, zero sense. It's, it's asinine. The, the dedication to, to playing the veterans on this team drives me crazy. So. Um, yeah, like Didi, like Didi. Go ahead. Yeah, like Didi. Uh, and the final thing I might take back is like, <laughs> I respect all the people that put out the the playoff scenarios and all this stuff, but I don't care. Like, all I know is that when I tune in Tuesday night at seven twenty, I'm going to be living and dying with this baseball team and hoping to be a game and a half out. And, like, whatever happens, happens. But I'm so out on all the scenarios. Just get me to 720 on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and I'll be happy. And, you know, whatever happens, happens. But, like, I don't need the, I don't need the whole math of, like, well, they got to win this many games. I can't do it. I just need to be able to sit down and believe that my baseball team <laughs> can make the playoffs. I like it. I like Thank it. You. Good luck with that, pal. Uh, I will try my best. So, what do you what you what do you think that this series, the biggest series, like even though they're coming into an half out, it's a little more disappointing than if it had been one and a half out. It is, you know, we've said on this pod many times over the years because it's been true in a lot of these cases, and you know, a sign of the sadness and mediocrity we've been through the last decade. But this is the biggest series in a decade, without a doubt, by far, no doubt about it, like a hundred percent. Uh, how you feeling going into it? I know you've you know said they're gonna find a way to to you know give you one last belief and then and then shatter your soul. But but specifically, just looking at these three games against Atlanta, how they match up, you know where you at? Well, I'm in a good spot because I believe in them, <laughs> and I believe they're gonna go down there and they're gonna win two or three. I fundamentally believe they will take two or three. And I feel pretty good about that. Um, starts off with Wheeler Morton. I'll take Wheeler. Then it goes Knowles Max Freed, who Max Freed just threw a Maddox over the weekend, mm-hmm. which does not make me feel good. Like, honestly, Wednesday versus the Braves is like the biggest start of Knowles' career. I mean, it really is. Like, it, are you going to be able to put the whole September stuff to, to, to bed? and go down to Atlanta and dominate? Or are you just going to be the, the guy you've been in September the last three years? Like That's what's at, at stake on, on Wednesday in Atlanta. So I'm, I'm really excited for that. And then, I don't know, 
Gibson Anderson. Don't feel great about that. But I have just this weird feeling, and this is just a gut feeling. I have a weird feeling that that Nola dominates on on Wednesday night. I know. I know. You're setting yourself up, pal. Like you're like you're just gonna hurt, man. I I want to be hurt. I know. I <laughs> pod title. They they hurt me. They hurt me. One sixty two out of one sixty two every year. Why not make it when the time actually matters? My name is Jack Fritz, and I think Aaron is gonna dominate in Atlanta oh on Wednesday God. night. Just like real question though, real question though. Before yeah, just we go, go, real, you... real quick clarification. That is not the official high hopes position. That is the Jack <laughs> no, Jack no, Jack Fritz sure position. Not. All right, yes, sir. Would you would you find a way to bump Ranger up to this? Uh, yes, to this series. Yes. Might need him in Atlanta though. Yeah. Or might need him in Miami. Like, you need him whenever he can pitch, but uh, they won't. It doesn't matter. We know Girardi. He's gonna pitch his. Vets and it is what it is. I mean, it is what it is. Let's be honest, right? I mean, a come good on. Good response to the question. I mean, come good. on. You know what it is. You know. Um, all right. You got any final thoughts, Fritz? I don't. I don't. But I will say this: that I uh, I know they're two and a half games out, but I can't wait for the series in Atlanta. Like I I couldn't be more all in. I I couldn't be more locked in, and I just. I hope that everyone out there is is excited, and I hope that everyone, uh, you know, it's okay to believe one more time. Why not? It's one week left in the season. If they let us down this week, we can move on to the offseason. But damn it, they're two and a half games out. (laughs) They could be in it. Why not the Phils? I'm excited. It's been a great weekend. I know they only took five of seven. You know, that's good. We need a six and one, but, but I'm very excited for this week and, uh, I'm prepared to get heartbroken. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. And you probably will, but you know what? Like you said, you never know. You know, they, they could beat the Braves. They could maybe run the table and maybe exercise their fears, you know, exercise their house of horrors of Miami. Who knows? If you could only bet on one happening this week, James. Yes. Would you bet on them taking two of three from the Braves or two of three from the Braves? Oh, definitely two of three from the Braves. <laughs> I, right? And I feel like that's such an obvious answer. It's pretty it sad. It hurts how obvious of an <laughs> no, answer I know, is. I know. I know. Um, all right. My final thought, a shout out, Jack, because this is something we have talked about on this podcast many times and we've never actually done anything about it but we've hearkened back to the days of the wolf pack and the padilla flotilla and sal's pals and all that stuff shout out to the knapsacks like good work guys like you the three of you sitting there by yourselves with those burlap sacks on like clever well played props i'm i'm assuming you're with me on this jack well I just like that there's a fan group out there that appreciates a guy that calls a good team. <laughs> you know, unlike the guy that we gave $125 million to, it is nice that there's a couple of fans out there that appreciate a good game calling. Um, so that's good to see. 
And I I don't know why, James, but whenever I see stuff like this, I like to think those guys listen to the pod. Me too. Me too. I hope you do. If you guys listen to the pod, like, well done. We're 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 we appreciate you. That's for sure. Um, yeah, that was good. I appreciated it. Uh, Fritzy, sweep the Braves, buddy. Sweep the Braves. He's Fritz himself. We'll see you later. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.